Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Well, it is officially spring, score one for the good guys, which means warmer weather, which means you don't need as heavy a clothes. So maybe you may want to lighten up your wardrobe a little bit by head over to Leon Tailoring. That's right, maybe a nice spring jacket or maybe a nice pair of slacks or trousers or perhaps a nice spring dress uh, for the ladies in our audience. No matter what it is, Leon Tailoring can take care of all your spring needs. So spring on over Leon Tailoring. Larry, Norm, Kim, and Judy, happy to see you. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown. Indianapolis. Well, we're continuing our conversation with the state chairman of the respective political parties. And joining us on the news line is Mike Schmuel, Mike, the head of the Indiana Democratic Party. So, Mike, my friend, Mike, thanks for being with us. We do appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk to us today. Thanks for having me, Abdul. Uh, well, you folks just wrapped up uh, your statewide town hall tours, uh, to kind of teamed up with libertarians. How did it go? It was great. You know, we went around 14 locations around Indiana over the last couple of months. We invited at the beginning the Libertarian Party of Indiana and the Republican Party of Indiana. Libertarians, to their credit, said yes. Republicans said no. Um, and so we went on tour. It was great. We went into communities, small, medium, and large, and just took questions from voters, took questions directly from Hoosiers. That's what American democracy is all about. No topic was off limits. And it was a great opportunity for our candidates, particularly our statewide candidates, uh, some that are new, uh, to get around the state and talk directly with Hoosier voters about the issues that they are concerned about. And what were some of those issues? You know, I think top of mind for people are, are a few things. Number one is inflation and in the economy. Um, there are parts of our economy that are strong and look really good, and there are parts of our economy, like inflation and the cost of goods, price of gas, uh, that are really concerning. And so, um, you know, having good conversations with people about what Democrats are doing to alleviate some of that strain um, was, was a big topic. The other topic is also uh, a woman's right to make her own health care decisions, abortion. The overturn of Roe v. Wade happened a couple of weeks ago. And so that was really front and center in a lot of our uh, debates as well. Um, obviously, Bob, you guys went to places where Democrats traditionally haven't necessarily done very well uh, electoral wise. Uh, do you guys... Uh, how, do, how, how did that dynamic sort of fit into uh, what you folks are trying to do with your statewide town hall uh, get-togethers? Yeah, you know, well, this is our seventh tour in the last year. So I joke with the team that we're the Rolling Stones. We're always going to be on tour. Uh, I became chair last March, and I didn't want to sit behind a desk and in an office and, um, you know, operate that way. I wanted to go out around Indiana uh, to, to most of our counties and talk to people. And so seven tours all total. We've done 120 uh, stops, 120 unique events around Indiana. We visited, I believe, 65 counties out of our 92 counties, and we're going to get to the other ones real soon. So uh, it's been successful. You know, I don't believe that any part of Indiana, depending on voting history and trends and all that, should just be written off or taken for granted. Uh, you got to go. You got to show up. You got to talk to people, show respect, you know, listen. Um, and have that hearty exchange back and forth about the ideas of the day. Um, I'm proud to lead a party that does that every day, uh, whereas the Republicans, a lot of power, a lot of elected officials, not a lot of talking with Hoosiers. Uh, Mike, on the issue of uh, inflation, how do, how, how, do, how do Indiana Democrats handle uh, that issue, seeing how a lot of the blame is being put on sort of the Biden administration, either rightly or wrongly, uh, that they're responsible for, for the latest uh, bouts of inflation that we have right now we're experiencing in our economy? You know, I think that there's a, there's so many factors at play, global pandemic, supply chain, um, you 
know, tax breaks that Trump gave to corporations um, a few years ago. Um, you know, our economy is just shaking all these things out. Um, what I will say is just a couple of days ago, July 6th, Democratic uh, lawmakers uh, down in Indianapolis came together um, to say we're ready to get to work. July 6th was the initial date of the special session uh, that Governor Holcomb uh, wanted to to call. Um, and that primary focus was economic relief. Um, <laughs> and so our Democratic lawmakers showed up and said, hey, we're ready to rock and roll. We're ready to get some uh, stimulus, some support for, for Hoosiers all across the state because um, you know, things are expensive. Inflation is a very serious issue. Republicans weren't there. Republicans were, I believe, at a hotel nearby debating what they're going to do on abortion. Uh, and so that special session was pushed back three weeks so they could address cultural issues, which are their favorite thing to do, uh, over economic issues. Uh, and I think that does a disservice to Hoosiers. The other thing that we've done over the last few weeks is We've advocated very strongly that not just the party, but Democratic lawmakers uh, around the state, that we need to suspend our gas tax. Um, that gas tax just went up July 1st. Uh, and so gas is really expensive. And we have some of the highest tax rates um, for, for gas in the United States. Um, you know, for a party that talks a lot about, you know, balanced government, uh, balanced budgets, cutting taxes for people uh, to delay on this. Um, is is sort of ridiculous, and um, you know a tax a gas tax holiday I think is something that we should look at. Um, our surpluses are good. A lot of that's due to federal funding uh, and road funding and all of that. And so alleviating some of that strain on Hoosier Hoosiers and Hoosier taxpayers is something that we've been pushing for for a very long time. Our guest on the program today is Mike Schmuel. Mike is the head of the Indiana Democratic Party of Indiana. Uh, so we're just getting caught up on some of the things that have been going on uh, with respect to our Democratic friends. Uh, Mike, uh, on that issue of the of, of, of inflation relief, you know, suspending the gas tax, because I was at that news conference that uh, your fellow Democrats had earlier uh, this week. One of the issues that they had that seemed to be a concern, and it seems to be that concern is also in the Senate as well, is over how do you get uh, inflation relief to Hoosiers who don't necessarily pay income taxes? Because a lot of we all pay sales taxes on, you know, Grocery store items, you know, retail items, and the whole nine yards. But you also have a lot of Hoosiers on uh, Social Security disability and other sort of benefits who don't pay income taxes. Any idea how we get tax relief to those folks? You know, I, I really sort of leave that to our Democratic lawmakers and the policy, um, you know, the policy folks that are in Indianapolis who are, are working with folks. And I think that, you know, our lawmakers communicating with constituents, um, every day, like those folks have good ideas as well. And so I think it really is sort of a constituent service issue, a policy issue. Um, and, you know, I think that, um, that that Republicans, I mean, they really sort of just look after <laughs> big business and their friends. And um, and uh, and we wanted to pause the gas tax to show that direct relief to folks because a lot of people do drive. Not everybody drives, but we think that that would be a, a critical issue. Now, one of the things that uh, the governor said uh, was that when he when they talk about when we talk about cutting the gas tax, it, yes, it would provide relief for Hoosier, but also provide relief for folks who don't necessarily pay income tax, like a lot of the the, the the truck drivers and transportation that goes through goes through Indiana. And so, by doing the automatic tax payer refund, their logic and rationale was these are sort of targeted tax cuts to people who you know uh, who who are in, being impacted by inflation, and also there's there's sort of a record of them paying taxes. Uh, what do you, what do you say to that argument? You know, I think that I think that tax relief is a good thing, and I think that um, 
my argument toward the governor and the Republican supermajority would be um, the time to act was a few weeks ago. Uh, the time to act is now. They're really kind of moving the goalposts on people. They talked about these checks and a special session and summer is here and we're going to help you out and gas is so high and blame Biden and all this stuff. But, um, you know, the proof is in the pudding and we haven't seen anything yet. And so um, this road decision happened. Uh, it's a cultural issue. They don't have consensus in their caucus. They're trying to figure it out. They realize that pieces of that will be very unpopular. So they move the goalposts back a few weeks. And I think that that does a disservice to Hoosiers. I think that most people want some sort of economic relief. My argument against uh, Governor Holcomb and the supermajority is they move the goalposts and we got to get to work now. Mike Schwell, the head of the Indiana Democratic Party, with us on the program today, talking about uh, just some of the political landscape here in the state of Indiana. Uh, Mike, on the issue of, of Roe versus, Ro, Ro versus Wade and, and reproductive freedom versus you know uh, anti-abortion rights, the whole, the whole, whatever metaphor uh, you want to use, how do you think that issue is going to play out, uh, particularly in the midterm elections here at the state level? Well, I think that what the Republican supermajority is dealing with and grappling with right now is that this is unpopular. This has been law of the land in the United States of America for 50 years. And um, essentially, there is one major political party um, that is you know, seeking to relegate women to second-class citizens. They won't have control over their own bodies. Just in 2019, um, all state research showed that I believe 83 percent of Hoosiers supported abortion access in some form. That means 17 percent, only 17 percent of Hoosiers would outlaw abortion in all uh, instances. And so the Republicans have shown cultural issues are their thing. Extremism is their thing. A radicalized agenda is their thing. Uh, and right now they're trying to iron that out and couple that with how unpopular it is. Democratic Party supports women. Democratic Party believes that um, health care decisions should be be, uh, between a family, a woman, and a doctor and medical professionals. Uh, A a decision as personal as this should not be made with politicians. There is a separation of church and state in this country, and that is where we stand on the issue. Um, Do you see this uh, being a game changer in maybe some potentially close house races? I think so. I think that what we've seen over the last, um, you know, just couple of weeks has been overwhelming um, uh, support for our Democratic candidates. A lot of people stepping up to volunteer, a lot of people uh, donating time and resources uh, to to get involved. Uh, A lot of people fired up and people asking, you know, who's on their ballot, um, you know, making sure they're registered to vote. Uh, making sure they can make their voices heard. I think that a big area where you're going to see some movement is in the suburban areas uh, of Indiana. Suburban areas of Indianapolis, um, I think, will be critical. So, you know, House District 32, Senate District 31, Hamilton County, fastest growing area of Indiana, Boone County. These are places where, um, you know, suburban women, I think, are going to make their voices heard and vote Democratic. Mike Schwill with us for a few more minutes on the program today, talking about getting caught up on also the, the big issues here in the state of Indiana. Uh, Mike, uh, what's going on up in the 1st District? You've got the incumbent, Frank Mervan, uh, going up against Jennifer Ruth Green. Republicans think they got a chance, uh, perhaps maybe flip uh, that seat or come pretty darn close. Uh, what are you guys doing up in the 1st Congressional District? 
Well, you know, it's we are putting resources up there. Uh, Frank Burvan has been a champion for uh, workers in Congress. He is co-chair of the Steel Caucus, strongly supported by steel workers in Northwest Indiana. He has been a good congressman, solid congressman. Uh, he's passed the American Rescue Plan, bipartisan infrastructure deal, which is huge for uh, that district. Um, and he is just a solid uh, guy, a solid public servant. Jennifer Ruth Green is a total extremist, um, no real ties to the community, except that she wants to uh, be a politician and run for office. Um, I think some real questions about her her background and who she is and her ties to the district. Um, and so it's up to the voters. I mean, Frank has a great track record. He's building a strong campaign. There's going to be a lot of money in that district uh, for the first time in a while, uh, and we are ready to defend uh, the congressman and his record every step of the way. Now, speaking of Northwest Indiana, uh, the Democratic nominee for the U.S. Senate is uh, Hammond Mayor Tom McDermott, which you and I both know uh, very well. Him going up against uh, Todd Young, uh, the Republican, and James Simniak, the Libertarian. Uh, what do you see mm-hmm. happening? Uh, how does Tom compete? Since how, seeing how uh, Todd Young has such a money, such a money advantage right now. You know, I don't think money is everything uh, in politics. I think a strong message is really uh, critical as well. I think Tom, who I've known for a number of years and is one of the longest-serving mayors in Indiana, um, is a street fighter, and he is a direct campaigner. He goes right to the people. He tells you uh, what it, what it's all about, what it is. His signs at our convention a couple of weeks ago were great. They said, all Hoosier, no bull, you know what? <laughs> Can't say it on the radio. But um, uh, he is a direct guy. He tells you like it is. And he's a public servant. He's a mayor uh, of a big city in Indiana. He's also uh, a veteran. You know, he signed up for the Navy when he was 18 years old, and served on a submarine um, for a number of years as a Navy diver. He knows about service to country. You look at what's happening with the Republicans in January 6th, insurrectionists, the extremism in our country. He knows about service. Uh, to country. He knows about service uh, to community. And you look at somebody like Todd Young, I mean, he just sort of is a flimsy politician who blows in the wind. Um, he says he's going to support the infrastructure deal, and then he backs out at the last minute. I think he's afraid of uh, the modern Republican uh, Party and Donald Trump um, and having it both ways on a number of issues. But Tom is a, a street fighter. He's direct. I also think that he's a populist on so many issues. You look at support he has from unions in his area. You look at uh, his support of women and abortion rights, his support of cannabis, which is uh, an issue that you know we haven't talked a ton about in Indiana over the years. He's making it a big piece of his campaign. And so there's a lot to his campaign, um, and money isn't everything. And so I expect Tom to do quite well, and he's been – really one of the all-stars of our tours over the last few months. Mike Shul, head of the Indiana, head of the Indiana Democratic Party, with us for a couple more minutes on the program today. Uh, Mike, uh, we can't uh, finish up our conversation unless we talk about uh, the, the, the Secretary of State's race. Uh, you folks uh, nominated Destiny Scott Wells as your nominee. Uh, Republicans uh, nominated Diego Morales, uh, who beat uh, Holly Sullivan, who was the governor's appointee. Uh, for that job, there was some question about whether delegates were mad at the governor or vice versa. How do you see uh, that race shaping up, particularly with some of the controversies around Diego? Well, the, there's no question that Diego has uh, huge controversies. Um, this is a guy who has been fired from the secretary of state's office twice. <laughs> uh, and now he wants to be the secretary of state. 
So I'm not sure how that works out, but I think most Hoosiers would agree that if you've been fired from a job site or a job or a place of employment twice, and then you go back and you want to be the CEO or the head honcho, chances are you're not going to get that job. And so that is what we are going to do. We're going to make sure that Diego Morales is not Indiana's next Secretary of State. Uh, One of the things that we heard out of the Republican convention, not our convention, the Republican convention and Republicans, is this guy is dangerous. Um, And so Republicans are... um, you know, lining up to support Destiny Wells, the Democratic candidate, and they're saying that they're worried about him, what he would do to that office, what he would do with our elections, um, and how he would really bring sort of the extremist uh, agenda uh, to that office. And so um, what we are seeing now in the modern-day Indiana Republican Party is a party that is extreme and on the fringes and even too extreme for Governor Holcomb. Um, you know, his picks for secretary of state and also treasurer uh, both lost, really. Um, two extremists got through uh, their voting process there. The good news is for Hoosiers is that Destiny Wells is a fantastic candidate and would be a fantastic secretary of state. Uh, she signed up for the Army when she was 18 years old. She still serves 19 years later. She's an attorney. She's a mom. She grew up in a farming family. She's all about uh, fair, safe free elections in the Hoosier state uh, and making sure that people can exercise their right to vote and their right to vote safely and securely. So her campaign is really catching fire, and I expect her to do quite well over the next few weeks and months. All right. Well, our guest on the program today has been Mike Schmuel. Mike is the head of the Indiana Democratic Party. As we've been talking to uh, the chairman of the Republican Democratic Libertarian Party today. So, Mike, my friend, as always, good to talk to you. Thank you very much for being with us. and We will talk to you again real soon. Thanks, Abdul. You take care. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.